episode. Uh, just another solo one again. Uh, been a, been an interesting week. Um, I'm kind of busy on the weekends, and Eric and I couldn't line up on schedule, so decided to at least get an early podcast out to you guys. It's it's a Wednesday night. Um, was thinking of recording during the Titans game yesterday, but uh, I was kind of too lazy. And then, I mean, that was quite a game to watch as well. But, you know, wanted to get you guys at least an episode before the weekend. Probably going to be something similar for next week as well. Uh, I got shit to do on the weekend. So probably another early episode. Um, we'll try to get Eric back on here again, but have no fear. Shreyas is here. But week five in the books. Um was an interesting week, you know. I feel like a lot of teams have enough games underneath their belts where we can kind of start making, you know, predictions and kind of projections as to how well they're doing, if they'll win the division out or not. Um, there were a lot of upsets. Uh, there were a lot of disappointments. But then there were a couple games that, uh, you know, kind of just went as as people thought and... Um, you know, some some interesting outcomes as well throughout this all. So both Eric and I, you know, not the best of weeks, went one and two. I think Eric and I haven't been doing so well the first couple of weeks. Um, I mean, you know, take it with a grain of salt with not having any preseason, COVID, and, you know, schedules getting moved around. You know, we don't have a Thursday night game this week. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to take it, take it week by week, you know, try to make the best picks as we can, but... Uh, as far as last week, I mean, any notable games, you know, Nick Foles, you know, gets another win against Brady underneath their belt. You know, thank you, Bears, for, for covering. Where, you know, they got three and a half points. That was actually one of my picks. Um, and yeah, they won outright, you know, 2019. Uh, Ravens did their thing against the Bengals. I mean, honestly, I think one of the biggest surprises um, was probably the Dolphins putting on a show against the 49ers. I mean, absolutely covered the spread and then some um you know Fitzpatrick doing their thing and I don't know are the injuries catching up to the 49ers or I think it was the first game back for Jimmy G so um I mean I don't know maybe maybe things just still need to click again but you know I still think the 49ers are a great team um I do still think that they will probably make it out of their division Uh, I mean it's gonna be tough I mean you got Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, Niners. Um, I mean, the NFC already as it is, is a, at least the NFC East. You know, I mean, that's a crapshoot of a, of a division. But everywhere else, I mean, could the 49ers feasibly pull out you know, a wild card spot? Probably. It doesn't seem like Seahawks are going to uh, are, are gonna give up the NFC West. So, yeah, I mean, it really seems to be probably like a wild card position for, these, for the Niners. Um I still think they can do it. I mean, they still got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Um, just was a tough loss. I mean, probably more hats off to the Dolphins for pulling that off. But, I mean, everywhere else, I mean, Browns seem like a legitimate team. Uh, I mean, they beat the Colts, um, you know, sitting at 3-1 and one in the division. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, th- this really could be anyone's division. Uh, I mean, Ravens are also sitting at 3-1. and one. Steelers are sitting at 3-0, and oh. uh, you know. Don't want to get too much into the Eagles, but, you know, tough loss for the Eagles. It was a shootout, you know, for what it's worth. I, you know, I do bash on Carson Wentz a lot, but kind of taking a step back, looking at looking at the game. I mean, he he did have a great game. And, you know, with with the rookie receiver like Fulgram, you know, they 
they made the best of a bad, bad situation, right? Um, and I tweeted this out the year, you know, the other day as to kind of just my general thoughts on kind of the Eagles and kind of what they should look to do. And I mean, look, this week we have the Ravens, which let's be completely honest, unless something miraculous happens, Lamar Jackson's injured, Carson Wentz just has one of his like MVP years and just goes off. I think it's going to be really tough to stop this. I mean, we already have a pretty weak linebacking core, linebacker core, and you know the connection between Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews is probably one of the best connections out there, um, if not the best. So, you know, look to see a lot of looks to Mark Andrews. Look to see Lamar really looking to run the ball, and then obviously they've got the deep threat, and you know we are weak in the secondary as well. So it, it, it's going to be an interesting interesting game um i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people are going to take the points on that one um you know so just looking at what i've got for for that game we are looking at eagles are getting seven and a half points honestly as a betting man i'd probably take that um i also could Oh, I'm sorry. When I mean by take that, I would probably take Baltimore Ravens covering the seven and a half points. Now, needless to say, Eagle uh, Philadelphia has started letting some fans back into the sport. I don't uh, into the stadium, so I don't know if the addition of fans is going to make any difference for the Eagles and boosting morale or whatever. But I, I really don't see it happen. But if you if you did want to place a bet, you know, go out and take the Ravens against the against the Eagles. But Everything else kind of kind of chalk. Um, I mean, obviously, big news out of Sunday. It it really um, it was really sad to see Dak kind of go down, and you know, you did see a lot of players tweet out, you know, support. A lot of ESPN commentators, and you know, everyone just feels for Dak. Right? He was in a contract year. He was fighting for an extension, and kind of real more so, he was fighting to kind of get paid. Right now, this this is really going to put a. a a big asterisk on things, right? I think Dallas came out and said that Dak is their guy, but just how much do you value your guy, right? Coming off of an injury like that for a player like Dak, who who is a very mobile player, um, it, it it should be interesting to see what Jerry Jones and the rest of the organization end up doing. But besides that, uh, I mean, if there's any game, probably to highlight or, or to watch, um, the Chargers and Saints game was an insane game. I mean... You know Herbert coming in as a as a rookie and kind of you know losing it in a shootout against against Drew Brees, man. I mean he he did his thing. Um, obviously there were some key plays and key you know defensive turnovers there, but I still think overall you know as for the Chargers organization for kind of deciding to take the leap and having Herbert be your starter. Thus far, not uh, there's nothing to really worry about. You know, very impressive in kind of what what they've been doing but that's pretty much about it at least from last week so let's kind of you know get into this upcoming week so i've got eric's picks here as well so let's kind of kick it off with his so eric's first pick um and let's actually take it from his underdog so right now he took atlanta getting three and a half against the vikings um this is an interesting bet, right? On one end, Vikings are probably going to be without Dalvin Cook. It'll be interesting to see, right? Um, now, they do have a great back in Madison, I believe his name is. So 
it should be interesting kind of how the Vikings sort of play this game out. Um, I mean, they're no like phenomenal team by any means, but you know, it, it should be interesting to see what happens here. Now, what's even more interesting is that, I mean, the Falcons just fired Dan Quinn. So how is the new head coach going to kind of fit in? Are Falcons really going to now start clicking and figuring the things out? I mean, Matt Ryan is not playing bad. I mean, they're just getting beat by the defense. Like their offense can score, but you know, in in these sort of situations, like the their defense is just not. Sorry, they're zero and four. Um, their defense is not keeping them in there. I mean, they've lost to Seahawks, the Cowboys, to Bears, Packers, and to and to Panthers. Right. So let's take away Packers and Cowboys, or let's say take away Packers and Seahawks. Right. Cowboys, Bears definitely the Panthers um three very beatable teams but if you look at the scores you know they lost by one point to the Cowboys they lost by four to the Bears they lost by seven to the Falcons so it's like you know they're they're getting there but it's like fourth quarter crumbling and like Matt Ryan's doing well like he's not sucking so um it's an interesting bet I'd, I'd probably take it as well um I think Eric what he's probably would say if he was on here would say that he's kind of hoping for a um falcons are due for a win and a turnaround maybe the firing of the head coach might revamp the team and sort of put some energy back you know julio might kind of get back in the mix and calvin ridley and the rest of the team will you know add a spark to the team but uh but we'll see so eric's kind of got them for um has got atlanta getting three and a half points um against the Minnesota Vikings. So maybe I can kind of also go with my pick as well for uh, uh, for my underdog pick. So I'm kind of doing this live right now. Um, a lot of decent looking, you know, underdog teams here. Um, what I'm... Probably, and actually, this is an interesting game. I might stay away from that one. Well, I'll probably touch up on it a little later. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see whether I should ride the hot hand of Cleveland Browns. Um, but I'm going to stay away from them, and I'm actually going to ride the hot hand of Nick Foles. And I'm going to take, again, for a second week, the Chicago Bears getting a point and a half against Carolina. Um, this is a very interesting bet. Um you know, there's not much firepower on the Panthers side and, you know, Chicago just seems to be clicking and with their defense kind of getting their footing again, Khalil Mack doing their thing, uh, Fuller in the secondary, he's starting to make a name, but not really make a name for so, but he's kind of getting back in the spotlight. Um, I think the bears getting a point and a half is very interesting. Honestly, I would have been less surprised if the line was switched. Um, but yeah, you know what? Go ahead and give me Chicago Bears getting a point and a half. Sure, they're traveling to Carolina. Uh, but I think that Nick Foles' experience, you know, Allen Robinson on the outside and just kind of everything uh, sort of clicking for them as of late and obviously coming off a big win against Tom Brady and the Pucks. Um, you know what? Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, go ahead and give me the Bears. And, you know, they're, they're sitting second at the division right now. Uh, I mean, only behind to the Packers. So again, another NFC team kind of fighting for fighting for a wild card spot, right? Um, obviously, for the from the NFC East, like it's pretty much going to be whoever wins that division is going to make it to the playoffs. I don't think any wild cards are going to be in there. So 
you know, you got teams like the 49ers, the Bears, the Saints, you know, maybe even the Cardinals and the Rams, you know, those five teams really fighting for a wild card spot um, as of right now. But I like this line, so let's go ahead and lock it in. Um, kind of speaking of one of the teams I just said, uh, Eric is going to take Green Bay, and they are laying two and a half points against, sorry, let me pull up the schedule, against the Bucks. Um, it's a nice bet. You know, it's a midday Sunday night game. Packers are traveling uh, to Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers hasn't missed a beat. They should be getting Devontae Adams back in the lineup again. You know, they've got Lazard. They've got MVS. They've got Aaron Jones. They've got Jamal Williams. I mean, they've got everything right now. And Aaron Rodgers is putting on an MVP caliber season thus far. Uh, I mean, aside from him, you could argue Russell Wilson as well, especially that that last sort of game-winning drive from, from last week's uh, win over the Vikings. But, yeah, uh, and I don't see much clicking. I don't say I don't see much clicking for the Bucks right now. Um, you, you know, they, they did make do. You know, Mike Evans did play last week. Um, they didn't have Godwin. I think they should be getting Godwin back this week. But overall, I just think the Packers are just a more well-rounded and talented team. And again, another hot team uh, leading the division right now. And, you know, it, it'll be interesting, right? It'll be two vets, two of the greatest to play the game, um, kind of battling it out. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's a shootout, right? Um, looking at the over-under on this game, it's sitting at 54 and a half. So, I mean, even like a... 27 27 or you know a 27 32 kind of a score uh, i mean it's a very feasible score um you know both of these quarterbacks well known for kind of picking defenses apart so let's see kind of how it works but uh eric's got that game and funny enough i also have that game as well as one of my picks um for all the things i said as well um i think it's really going to come down to just who just has a better game uh, I know there's a lot of memes going around about Tom Brady and like not knowing that it was fourth down and, you know, sort of crumbling there. But uh, I think it really is going to come down to QB play. And honestly, I know Brady's the greatest. He probably is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. But uh, I'm trusting Aaron Rodgers and every weapon that they have on the outside that I just named. And obviously the dual threat back and Aaron Jones is having another phenomenal season speaking as a fantasy owner of his. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to join Eric on that train in kind of taking Green Bay, uh, laying two and a half points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as our last game, uh, Eric is taking Pittsburgh minus three and a half. And Pittsburgh is playing the perennial powerhouses of, uh, of Cleveland Browns, right? And, and this is actually one of the games that I said that I wanted to highlight, right? Something about the Browns is clicking. You know, they seem like a competent team. They they beat out the Colts, um, who, again, were supposed to be a dominant team as well. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, something is, you know, they seem like everything that they have on talent-wise is just working. I mean, they're in a tough division. This is, this is an AFC North matchup. Uh, this will probably decide who's going to lead the division. Um you know, it'll probably still be Ravens Browns at the tops, assuming the Ravens beat the Eagles Browns sitting at three and one Steelers sitting at three and oh, um, Browns will have that edge over the Steelers as far as an in division win. So it's going to be a big game. 
Um, this is in Pittsburgh as well. It, it you know, expected to get, I don't want to say ugly, but, um, you know, the, the last time these two teams met, Miles Garrett decided to take his helmet and absolutely smash it into uh, who is their quarterback. Uh, I, I'm blanking, guys. You, you know who I'm talking about. All right. The the backup quarterback for Ben Roethlisberger. I, as I'm, anyway, a lot of bad blood between them. Um, so should be interesting as to how that game ends up, you know, being out. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, there's going to be some chipping at each other in the beginning of the game. Um, Mason Rudolph, that's his name. I, I knew that was his name. Um, but three and a half points, you know, Steelers coming off of a big win against the Eagles as well. They uh, found some star-studded players in their uh, rookie wide receiver. I mean, he had like four TDs. Guaranteed that, uh, you know, it's... You know, it was a fluke. And I would say a fluke, but it was against the Eagles. But um, it's it, it just going to be – I don't know what more to say about this game, honestly. I, I'm trying to come up with something. I'm also reading, like, headlines of exactly what I said as well with, you know, the return of Miles Garrett and what this win means to Steelers. Honestly, kind of thinking about all that, I think that the Steelers are going to play with this chip on their shoulder and it's going to get a little dicey. But I do think that the Steelers' defense is probably going to keep them in this, and they're going to put a shutdown on OBJ and um, Jarvis Landry. They're going to contain the run uh, with Kareem Hunt in the only in the backfield. Obviously, they lost Nick Chubb. Um, yeah, uh, you know it, it's going to be a tough game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's close, but um, you know Eric taking minus three and a half. That's that's definitely a great pick. Um, I can definitely see the Steelers winning this by by a touchdown or more with like a late two-minute drive by Big Ben and Pat Steelers winning this. But that kind of rounds out Eric's picks. Um, so my last pick as a favorite, and this was actually one of the games that I was looking for, was actually a rebound game. So, you know, still riding. I'm still not going to give up on the Colts. I know I've picked them a couple times, and, you know, I know they're coming off a tough loss against against the Browns, but... Colts are sitting at minus minus eight. They're they're giving eight points to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I think the Colts are going to rebound. I mean, you look at pretty much any side of the ball for the Colts. I think they're going to have an upper hand over, you know, over the Bengals. Sure, one could argue Old Man Rivers, you know, versus you know Young Buck in Joe Burrow, but. I just think on the outside of the ball, what the Colts have found in Jonathan Taylor and, you know, their O-line and, you know, just overall their defense, uh, I think that they should be able to stop the Bengals. You know, nothing seems to be clicking for the Bengals. They're still in kind of a kind of a rookie, I'll say a rookie year. I say rookie year as, you know, this is, you know, Joe Burrow's first year. Uh, A.J. Green hasn't been kind of producing much. You know, there have been videos of going around him talking to coaches that, you know, him requesting a trade. Joe Mixon really is their only saving grace. Haven't seen much of John Ross on the outside. So I I don't I don't think that this is gonna get into an ugly game. I still think the talent of Joe Burrow and Mixon will still be able to kind of scratch up some points. Um but I, I think Indiana uh, Indianapolis should be able to cover the uh cover the eight points that they're giving to the Bengals. But that kind of covers it for this week, ladies and gents. Um I know I've been kind of slacking on the Instagram upload, so 
definitely going to try to do that maybe over the weekend or maybe by tomorrow and, you know, kind of get all the Instagram posts for the past two weeks up and just kind of update you guys on our records. Obviously we aren't, haven't been doing too, too hot, but there's still a lot of football to be played. Um, you know, we are sort of nearing a couple more weeks to the halfway mark. You know, I know last year, um, our mid-season award episode did pretty well in comparison to all the other episodes. So definitely going to be doing another one of those. Might invite a couple, couple of the other guys on the episode. I know you guys love that as well. But that kind of covers it up for our picks for for this week. Um, you know, for all you baseball fans that are going on, right, you know, that's probably what Eric is doing right now as I'm recording. But, you know, we got the World Series playoffs going on. Um, we got Nations League going on in soccer, um, obviously college football doing its thing, rumbling for the Big Ten does play their first round of games, uh, I believe this weekend or next weekend. Um, look at this, actually it's next weekend. So it's the following weekend, Big Ten finally comes back. So there'll be even more games to kind of watch. As far as the slate for this upcoming week, um, you got some interesting games, right? You, you know, you got Miami coming off of a loss against Clemson, but they're playing, you know, a Pittsburgh team who has been known to give certain teams trouble. But, you know, we'll see kind of how that ends up happening. Um, you got Duke versus NC State, um, Ole Miss, Ark, Arkansas. Clemson's taking on Georgia Tech. Um, you do have another big one, Texas and Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi State is coming off of a big win against LSU. Uh, or they did beat LSU, um, and it, it should be interesting, right? How how they sort of rebound. I mean, they had two tough losses in, in Arkansas and uh, and what am I looking at? Kentucky, uh, I believe. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see kind of how how they kind of hold up. It's, and that's actually who I meant to say. Texas A and M is coming off of a big win against Florida. I mean, Kellen Mond and uh, did his thing against Florida. I mean, it, it did end up being a shootout. It was a huge game, 41-38. But uh, I think, again, another team that's kind of riding hot. Um, you got North Carolina against Florida State. I mean, North Carolina just absolutely steamrolled us over the weekend. Um, I mean, there wasn't much that we could do. I mean, we were down 15 players, mainly in the secondary and the linebacker. I mean, we had walk-ons on it. There was, like, one play where you could clearly tell that, like, there was a walk-on talent. I mean, he just got absolutely burned by, you know, a starting running back. So we're going up against Boston College. Uh, I mean, Boston College always seems to give us trouble. Um, they always just seem to have a great O-line. They always seem to have some sort of established run game. Um, you know, they, they as well, probably not as bad as us, but, you know, they lost to a close game against UNC. Um, but, yeah, you know, they they beat Duke. They beat Pitt. Um so we'll see kind of how, how this matchup happens. This is a, it's going to be a night game, but more often than not, I'm probably going to be watching the marquee matchup. You got Georgia versus Alabama, two versus, sorry, number three, Georgia, and then number two, Alabama. Um, probably where game day is going to be. I mean, Alabama is firing on all cylinders right now. Um, and it's interesting that Alabama is giving only four points to Georgia um, I, I might take that bet. Um, you know, it, it, it should be interesting as to how close it's going to be. I mean, these are two powerhouse SEC teams. 
Uh, I just think, especially the big game that Najee Harris had uh, for Alabama, I think that he's going to have another big game as well. Um, there's just too much threat on the outside for Alabama as well uh, with Jalen Waddell. Um, but it, it's, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game. I also wouldn't be surprised if it's a low scoring game. If the over under is set at 56 and a half, um, I probably would have put it somewhere closer to 48. But again, this is not my job. This is just you know, something that I'm just shooting out of my ass. But um, besides that, that, that kind of rounds it out for the uh, entire slate. Um, as always, you know, remember to give us a like and a follow on the Instagram. You know, I'm reading comments as much as I can. And, and, and when I say as much as I can, the only very few comments that are, if any, that people post. Um, you know, let us know if you guys want more game shows like we did last time with the uh, like the Jeopardy style or even like the family feud style that uh, that we did last year. Or if you guys want more guests, if you guys want us to change the format, let us know how you thought about our betting episode. And if you guys kind of want more of those basics or kind of just talk about a single topic, but Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm looking to kind of grow this, not nothing, nothing, you know, massive, but you know, definitely want to build on whatever I did last year. So as always, thanks for listening. Hope y'all helped yourself to a nice hump day beer, but uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Make sure to give a follow. Peace. Peace.